Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we continue on the podcast with no pithy opening. Do we ever have a pithy opening? That really hurts, Tony. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, oh, you I'm just sorry. Straight to my soul. <laughs> and, I, and I just got to say, wasn't it great to have Keanu with us for the last episode? Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm so glad he could just pop in here he's and just give us a, a couple of cameos. He's such a great guy. He's yeah. fantastic. He's the best yeah. guy ever. You're breathtaking. Absolutely. You're all breathtaking. Really good of him. That's been funny to watch Reddit's, uh, like, because that, that was such a great moment and, like, because obviously Reddit culture and gamer culture kind of cross over pretty hard. Yeah. There were so many memes so quickly <laughs> that it just went full intensity and everyone got over it, like, so quickly on the other <laughs> side as well. It was quite good. Oh, God. So, no Kiono-based games yet. No. Although, apparently, he's going to be, like, a, a, like a fairly substantial part of the story, not okay. as a people person in the game, but, like, your... Yeah. Invisible mentor kind okay. of thing. It sounds like yeah. judge. I don't know. Judging that it looks like a kind of like a hologram. Yeah. When he tells the samurai to wake up, yeah. And that they said that he's got a fairly big part of the game. So kind of like your okay. Cortana or okay. your yeah. um, Sam. God, I hope not. That'd be. I mean, maybe maybe Sam's as wooden as Keanu is in his acting, but yeah. I, that's, yeah. not, that's not fair. That's not fair. No one's as bad as Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like your 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 companion for the digital companion for the game. That sounds really okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good part good part for him to play rather than giving me any agency in the game kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excellent. What have you played last week? So I was away for a week. So I've been away from uh, consoles and computers and stuff. So, uh, and I thought I'd try and smash out Valkyria Chronicles Four. Yes, because I thought I've got to be close to the end now. I was very, very wrong. Were you like 70 hours of cutscenes away from the end? No, I was like 40 hours into it. Yeah. And I thought, this is fine. I can smash this out. It's going to be a 50-hour game. Can't yep. be anymore. I'm now 89 and a half hours. Oh, so you're only I've, halfway. I've finished the main story. Yeah. But I haven't actually finished the game. Uh, so this totally one's, this, no, this one's the worst of all of them that I've ever played. So you finish the game. Yeah. And you get this kind of disappointing ending. Okay. Oh, okay. So you unlock some stuff and you do the stuff you've unlocked and it goes, oh, you've unlocked some new scenes. So you watch the new scenes. It goes, oh, you've unlocked the new difficulty for the last chapter. And you oh. play the new difficulty on the last chapter. And it goes, oh, you've unlocked the new ending. And you watch the new ending and then you get the real ending. Oh, that's... Yeah. And so now I'm getting extra characters that I'm unlocking after the game and I've unlocked hard mode skirmishes and... Yeah, there's a lot of content. That's actually really interesting because it's not uncommon to have you got to play through on hard in order to get the real ending yeah. sort of thing. I've definitely seen that, seen that before, but it's not a bad way to let people kind of who have had enough and don't want to go harder. Yeah, you can stop. Stop. Yeah. You know, you've you got, you got an ending, whether you liked it or yeah. not, it is what it is, you know, but if yeah, you want to go harder, it's then just you missing get the, the complete cheese factor. So the ending that you get without <laughs> doing that extra mission. Yeah is just missing all the total cheese factor that you get, which is the real ending, oh, which is all the, right. all the, oh, everybody loves each other ending. Yep, yep, which yeah. is kind of like a staple of the series kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 So you don't even miss out on the story ending. You just miss out on being like a hardcore fan yeah. of the series kind yeah, of yeah. thing. That's really smart. Yeah. And then encourage you then to go and do all this extra content if it's there without sort of overwhelming you with all these, yes. you know, hard mode stuff that you can do. Yeah. And you're like, I haven't even finished the normal stuff. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all not unlocked until you finish the main story. And the story surprised me. There was a couple of twists mm. that weren't really all that twisty, but then there was a couple of twists that I didn't pick. 
and they call me by surprise. And, hey. Yeah, quite good. Nice. And it's a lovely comment on war and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah. that's why I was like that, that, you know. War's bad. War's bad. People yep. die. People yeah. dying sucks. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. Sure does. So uh, you beat it. So I beat it. You um for the final boss. So the la there's a couple of fights. So you well and truly work out the mechanics. So there's uh, eighteen chapters in the game. Hmm? So it's like a it's like a digital comic book. You get hmm. scenes and you watch the comic book scenes. Yep. Yep. And then every now and then in the chapter there'll be the mission, which is you know a thirty to thirty minute to one hour fight that you do. Uh, and most chapters only have one, but some chapters have two fights in them. Mm. Then you and you're always better than the computer, so the computer starts getting these super units. Mm. And yeah, the super units you can usually work out the super units, but there's the Valkyria, who's yep. the titular character. Yep, uh, and she's just got this "you're dead" attack, <laughs> and so. I think I talked about that last time. So you got to know yeah. and when she reveals, you've got to know that you've got to hide under the icicles. And then, so that was the one that I thought, oh, that's a bit crappy, but that's not actually the worst. Right. And there's worst ones. Yeah. So the, sto- the story is actually really interesting. I don't want to ruin it for everyone, but yeah. there's yeah. like, you got, you've basically got an Uber weapon. You're in, you're in charge of an Uber weapon. And uh, they call a ceasefire. But the military powers don't want the ceasefire because they want to smash each other into the ground. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the real villain shows his face. Oh, okay. So Valkyrie is not and the real. So the fight's actually over. The war's over. Yeah. But this guy goes, "No, I'm not. The war's not over. I'm. I'm doing this." Yeah. Okay. And so he's got this super vehicle that you got to fight the super vehicle okay. and you go okay that was hard but it wasn't impossible but uh, at least the game's ended now no <laughs> the game's not ended now now he's got this mini super vehicle inside the major super vehicle oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better than when a mini vehicle pops out of the big yeah. one once you destroy the oh, big one oh yeah and it's just uh. so he's got a submarine tank yep and if he drives over you in the submarine tank he instantly kills you so you've got 10 characters on the field, 10 of your soldiers are on the field. So he's got two forward-facing guns, three ventral-facing anti-personnel guns on each side and one anti-tank gun on each side, Mm. and then two dorsal-facing guns. God. And his only weak spot is actually on – his only weak spot is you've got to climb up on top of it, onto the submarine, and attack it from on top of it. Hang on, it's a, hey, wait, but it's a submarine that goes on land? Yeah, yeah, it's a tank submarine. A tank, it's a tank, tank submarine, submarine yeah. with like a, a, a hedgehog worth of guns sticking yeah. out of it. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's, it's, and so he's got no ladder, so the only way he can get onto it is to get an engineer up to it and build a ladder to get onto it. Oh. So I'm, I'm doing the first time I do this fight, I'm doing it properly. And yeah. so I run up with an engineer and get absolutely blown away by the side guns. They go, okay, of course. Well, that makes sense. You've got to actually get rid of the guns because they just – trash you yep. and when he's moving his guns fire all the time so you can't even stand near him because when he gets his turn and he moves he also cuts you to ribbons Jeez. so you've got to stay far enough away but close enough that on your next turn you can get to him kill his guns build the ladder run a soldier up on top of the deck yep. uh, and then shoot at his exposed radiator okay so that's all great except he's a submarine don't forget so every turn he drives to a hole in the ice and submerges oh 
And so if you're on, if your soldier's on the deck when he yeah. submerges, your soldier evacuates, so they don't die. They can die. Oh, yeah. If okay. he runs over them, they die and they're dead and they're gone. Oh, right. Okay. But if they get submerged, they evacuate, which means they go to your reinforcements. Oh, okay. And they can bring them back in. So, mm, right. okay, that's fine. So mm. I've spent all these turns. Oh, uh, but before you do that, the super weapon's going to go supernova and block and kill everybody. Oh. So you've got to get one of your main characters onto the super weapon before it goes supernova. Oh, right. So he's running distraction while so, the super yeah. weapon goes is, is exploding yeah. in so the background. So there's already okay. that. So that's a pain in the neck. Yeah. So then I've then you can block some of the holes that he submerges into so then you can predict where he's going to pop up. But, of course, I set up all my soldiers for him to pop up in one spot and that's not the spot that he pops up and he pops up in a completely different spot. So then I completely wasted two turns recovering from that. Mm. Then on turn seven, mm-hmm. which is a lot, and that's like most of the missions I'm finishing in two or three turns. This is turn seven now. Really? That's not a lot of turns for... But that's because you know the game, you know the mechanics, you know what to do. Uh... You play smart. You can do Just quite well. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair so, enough. So on average, if you don't know what you're doing, it's four turns to yep. complete the mission. Okay. But it's still mm. quite a lot. It's still half an hour to an hour for one Right, start. okay. But so it's turn seven. Mm. I've blown away all the side guns. I've got a ladder up to the top. <clears throat> I yeah. run my stormtrooper up. So the tactic is you put – you've got orders, which you can give your troops, which – Break the rules. So you've got anti-tank troops, you've got anti-infantry troops, you've got snipers, you've got engineers, but you've got orders that can turn one troop type into another troop type. So like you have anti-armor up and you give that to a stormtrooper mm. and suddenly his machine gun's doing the damage of an anti-tank lance. Oh, okay. So that's a standard mechanic is you, you say, you know, destroy the tanks and you run your stormtrooper behind the tank and you blow it up. Mm. So I run my – I've lost all my anti-tank guys. They're all – in the reserves because they've all died for whatever reason because mm-hmm. he shoots his main gun every turn and he runs you over every turn Dang. and he shoots you with his side guns every turn. So oh, he's, he's a beast of a tank. So I run my stormtrooper up, I give him the anti-tank gun and I shoot the radiator and I do one point of damage with each shot and it's got 700 hit points. <laughs> so I'm thinking, what? And right. so then I just turned it off in disgust. Yeah, it, was already, it was already turn seven and I'm going, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So then I go, hang on. Wait a minute. Hang on, yeah. I can cheese the cheese. Uh-huh. And you, you you know where he's going to appear. Yeah. Because he always appears in the same spot the first uh-huh. time. He always appears in the same spot. And you've got grenadier troops that launch grenades uh-huh. or mortars. They're basically mortar troops. Yeah. And so, of course, what happens when you've got all these guns mounted on the side of something and you've got ammunition that can shoot yeah. in an arc? It hits all the guns at once. Ah. Uh. So you use the Just, demolition up order on your grenadier yep. and launch one grenade and all the turrets are destroyed instantly. Oh, wow. Boom. And Just, then all his radiators pop up. He's got four radiators. Oh, that's the other thing I didn't mention. Oh, yeah. When you shoot a radiator, it closes and he submerges again. So you've got to do that four times. <sighs> so I'm definitely not going to finish it. Yeah, originally. that definitely wasn't the right tactic. So what I did was I got my character, my grenade character, in the right spot. Yep. It said, okay, demolition boost up. So- Increase the damage radius of your attack, yeah, and then increase the actual damage that it does up. Launched one, knocked mm. all his gun turrets out. Launched another, knocked all four radiators out in one hit. Cheese, two turns done. done. And I went online, and everyone says, "Yeah, it's really easy to cheese. Just give this order and this order Order. to a grenadier and do this." Done. So it's really funny that it's so hard if you play it properly, and absolutely so easy if you cheese it. That's it's interesting. That you like using the word cheese and properly. It's not cheating like, because I mean, you've got those orders. So you're not actually cheating. The devs must have 
worked that out surely for themselves. They, they must have yeah, known yeah, yeah. that that they was sort that of like. Yeah. They would have. Known I wonder if it's there. like some commentary on the on the idea that a super weapon can ever be super kind of thing. Yeah, like, it can you, know, be you just need the right things, and you just because yeah. to me it also sounds like just sort of comparing it to XCOM. Like XCOM does a lot of randomized enemies yes. and stuff, so that you can't learn the map. But this one sounds like you're supposed to like. Um, particularly on these fail, missions yeah it's and then almost impossible to get it right the first, first time you time. do it because the mechanics sort of just mess you up like this thing when it submerges for the first time you go oh great well now I can't shoot it yeah and you've set up all your troops for it to appear somewhere and it appears somewhere else so now all your troops are in the wrong place yeah so yeah there's almost no way you get it right the first time I yeah. don't see how and then like you're supposed to like uh, uh, you know have this brilliant plan that you execute and you take it out because I still think two turns still seems like it's only like you go they go you go again and the game over it doesn't feel like yeah. that's a lot of turns for oh, no um, you get you know you get 15 actions on your turn that is a lot of actions and then he gets 10 actions on his turn. turn and then you get yeah 15 actions on your next turn which you use five of giving the orders to your troop yeah and then two of actually blowing his submarine up yep. so it still takes quite a while yeah right so, so it's still taking about 10 minutes to do the cheese mm, win okay yeah fair enough then yeah, yeah. excellent that's that's nice though, when you work out the right way to do it yeah it's good yeah. I do have one complaint. Yeah. There's one mission where you need to use snipers to shoot bombs out of the sky. Mm. And there's three different sniper rifles and only one of them has enough range to hit the bombs when they're in the sky. And oh. nowhere does the game nowhere does it tell you that in the setup. It's so I failed that mission yeah, the first time a few I did times. it because none of my snipers had the right sniper rifle equipped. So I couldn't shoot the bombs. It kind of fits consistently with like that with that when you with the with this boss where yes there's one way to beat it and you have to work out what that one way is yes. kind of thing and when you know what it is it feels like a turnkey like you've just yeah. solved the puzzle and click chink, chink, uh, yeah. onto the next one kind of thing there's quite a few like that that's yeah. yeah you just need to and some of them you can work out just by looking at the map and you go oh hang on I can see that secret path yeah. there and I follow that secret path and suddenly I'm behind them yeah and I don't have to go around in front of them but that the the submarine I wonder if that's because it's kind of got this. Uh, this narrative of the comic book sort of story, and when you when you write a story like that, you just write it yeah, as yeah. everyone wins, you know, because that's what the story is. Kind of feels like you're playing that story out, but like you've got it to does. work out the yeah, right yeah. way. But like yeah. you know, the story we oh I know I you know someone and it gives you clues, you it gives around. you clues as well. Yeah. So the one with the secret path, it says, "Oh, look at your surroundings because there might be another way to get to where you're going." Yeah, objective. right. So, so it actually gives you a clue that there's a secret path if you look hard enough yeah, on the map. Okay. It's just different than like normally. I don't it's an, uh, just a different approach to that sort of. It is, it's not. It's unlike any other game. Yeah. that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, so okay. When I, I found see. the first Valkyria Chronicles, mm. it's not like any other turn-based game really that that I've played. So mm. yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if I could do the um the cutscenes in that one though. I did try to play. One on the PS3. Oh, yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles 2. It's like so many cutscenes. Yeah, like, there's, oh, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah and I can see this lot. is going to be like what it was kind yeah. of thing, and I'm like, I don't know. If I can. So I've played 86-something hours, mm. and I would say that probably <laughs> a third of that has been watching the scenes and going through the menu to change the locations and like rah, rah, rah. And then the other bit has been training my troops and equipping my troops because even that all takes time. Yeah, training okay. Training and equipping my troops yep. and then putting them all the right troops in my squad and taking troops out of my squad and working this and that. And then the other portion will be actually playing the fights. Yeah, right. So, okay. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of other- There's a whole lot of other stuff you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not just those, those couple of rounds in the game. Hmm. Yeah. 
So Valkyrie Chronicles gets a oh, uh, thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah, if you like that type of game, it does not disappoint. It's it. I love Valkyrie Chronicles one, and I enjoy it. My only complaint about Valkyrie Chronicles four, which is probably tarnished because I was trying to finish it for the podcast, so I could play other stuff for the podcast, mm. is that it's just too long. Ah, uh, yeah. It's not often a complaint of a game, but I just because I thought I was going to finish it because it kind of sets it up that you think you're going to finish it, but then there's another five or six missions. Yeah. That he just extends and extends and extends and extends. I'm going, oh, come on, just finish. Yeah. And I'm Xing through all the dialogue. and Not a huge fan of when games don't telegraph how long they're going to be. No. I like to sort of have a gist on yeah. where I am in the, in yeah. the process. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that problem with Valkyria Chronicles 1, which probably if I looked at it was just as long because I was just playing it for my own enjoyment. Didn't matter. I certainly wasn't like, sick yeah. of it. And yeah. I'm still actually I'm still actually playing it to play with the new because when the characters that you unlock after the game they're uber characters uh, they're super powerful compared to the characters you've played through the story so it's fun yep. suddenly having these uber powered characters yeah. to take around the missions yeah so it's like mm. the sandbox version I guess have you got a few achievements to knock out as well I have still got a few achievements to knock out yeah, yeah. Right. okay yeah. Like, like those the, what was the last one in number number three was like um or two um. Like play for like four hundred hours or something like that that you had to do. Oh, uh, yeah, there was something that I had to was, do that in. I can't think what that was. That was no nothing like that. Okay, <laughs> no, I have to. I have to unlock every bit of equipment, which is going to take quite a bit of time. No, oh, okay. I have to recruit every soldier, which means I have to play every single mission, and I have to get an A on every, a rank on every single mission. Right, but that's not that hard. That's not that taxing and time consuming. When you say you have to play every single mission, do you get choices about which missions you take on to get through the story so you haven't actually played all No, the- so there's the main story missions, which yep. there's Is it I think there's 28, 28, 26 or 28 of them. Okay. Then there's squad stories, which there's about 12 oh, of, which is your character right. stories. Yep. And when you play through the squad story, every character will either gain a new ability or they'll turn a negative ability to a positive ability. Mm-hmm. So that makes your soldiers better. Mm-hmm. Then there's skirmishes, which there's 15 of, which are just a battle on a map just for you to earn extra money and extra mm-hmm. experience points. And then there's the secret extra hard end mission level. Yep. So you got to right. do all of them and get an A rank on all of them. All of them. <laughs> and then you unlock the last soldier, which you need to unlock for unlock all the soldiers. Yes. All right. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you're going to be on that for a little while. I think. No, it shouldn't have too much longer. I've only no? got... Yeah. I've only got two missions from the main story that I need to A rank. I A rank nearly all of them when I was playing yeah? through them. Oh, okay. I've A ranked all the squad story missions. I've done. That's good. Eight. Nailed it. I've done eight of the 15 skirmishes. So I just need to do the remaining skirmishes mm-hmm. and then go back and do the last two missions and get A rank on them. And that should be good. Boom, boom. Now it's another platinum for you, Tony. Yes. 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 Until they always an update and ready to set the. No, it's- PlayStation's good. Oh. If they update it, you get trophies for the update. Doesn't, oh, doesn't kill your platinum for the main not game. Not like it's Xbox does that. Xbox then. killed that. You 100% it would go. Oh, we've released a DLC. Now you've no longer 100% of this game. That's so not fair. Piss off, Microsoft. Yeah, that's that's so yeah. not cool. So PlayStation is really good. You yep. get the platinum for the game, and then under the game it's got subheadings, which is all the DLC. Yeah, that cool. Game, and then you get the trophies from the DLC. All right, so they count towards your score, but you still get to keep that nice platinum. You get to keep the platinum. main one. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, I've been playing more Fallout. Surprise, with, surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been playing that with Diana again, my wife. That's good. For the last couple of weeks. She's still playing it, which- That's, that's impressive. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, nearly came to argue, not arguments, but like uh, trying to explain that perk system has oh, been yeah. trying because I don't feel like I can adequately explain it. When even. you showed it to me after the last 
podcast. Yeah. It looks it looks great. Oh, the cards are great, like yeah. animations and stuff on it and whatnot. But when you showed me how many things you have to change to do three different activities, yeah. I'm going, nah, why is there not a profile that you can save for that? So you just click. Yeah. When you change your activities, just go click, click, click. That's it. And like, it looked like a nightmare to manage. Yeah. And trying to explain, like, when you you have like these perks that you can. I end up using a deck building game analogy because that was the only thing that I could think of that we uh, played that yeah, was very similar. Yeah. Like, yeah. so these cards are the ones that you can buy. They're on the there. There you buy cards. Yeah. These are the ones in your deck, and these are the ones you've got in your hand. Like the ones yeah. in your hands are equipped. The deck is like the ones that you've got available to a, move around, yeah. and then you can buy from the from the board kind of thing. But just the way it's it's laid out and the way it prompts you for stuff, and it's just clunky. Ah, uh, yeah, and just. Yeah, just like I was getting frustrated trying to explain it because I'm like I I don't know how to explain this any better. Yeah, because it's just confusing. Yeah, it's confusing in itself. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, and so I find myself like not wanting to play my higher level character yeah. at all, and I just want to play my lower level character with Yana because it's less. got less complexity because yep. there's less of the stuff to worry about. Like, you know, if I don't have a perk, I haven't got to worry about equipping it. So. Yes. No problems there. Yep. Um, we're going through doing the story content, which is good to do it second time around. I missed some of it because I was doing it in a big group. So some of the logs uh, I missed yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. So that's been fun doing that. Um, and still doing some of the same grindy stuff I was in my other character anyway, but having the story and, and a level up treadmill to go on and Makes playing with someone else. Fun. Yeah, definitely yeah. kind of thing. So I think I'll just end up just playing that with her and um, just leaving my big character to sit there until the next batch of actual content that I want yep. to play comes out. Because uh, I tried the Nuclear Winter. It was okay. It was Battle Royale. Battle Royale, yeah. Um, but Fallout, you know, you can put your camp down. Yeah, it's got the Fallout things. You start at level zero for everyone. There's limited sets of new perks that do different things yep. specifically for the mode. Yeah. Um, it was fine. I don't really – I didn't hate it or anything. Yeah. But, but it's not necessarily my thing. And yeah. I think it still needs – like the the patch that came out, you can just see like they've just spent all their time bug fixing and tweaking yeah, this new mode. Yeah. So the patch notes were just huge for that, and very little on adventure mode, which is kind of like, uh, like yeah. it could, it, adventure mode still needs a lot of work anyway. Yeah, so leave nuclear winter alone. Yeah, but like you know, mode. that's not how these things go. So um, I wanted to get a crew to try four people in there, yes, like, yeah. but I couldn't wrangle four people to come and oh, play it with really? me. Wow. So okay. yeah, I, well, uh, we got uh, we're playing GTA Five. Uh, because my friends who got banned for picking up that yes. money got their accounts yes. back, and they're trying to get um, just back onto the back up to pit par where they kind of were before, sort of yep. thing. There's a new casino dropping soon that they've announced, kind of thing, which sounds like it's just going to be a massive money dump. No one knows if it's going to be like a business that you own or a place you can go and do activities, or, or it could what. be a fun ethical thing. I highly doubt it's going to be <laughs> ethical, whatever it is, maybe by EA standards. But I have a feeling it's going to – like I wouldn't be surprised if they just, just literally just threw in actual casino gambling, gambling tables yeah. on it yeah. and just said, okay, GTA 5 is done. Now we're going to reach GTA 6 and let all the addicts just spend all their money yeah. buying shark cards, dumping it into casino forever because yeah. they'll be fun about it kind of yeah. thing. And we'll not put that in GTA 6. Yeah, because – you know, separate the player base out to the people who just want to dump shark cards into gambling yep. and put everyone fun, fun game into oversight. Fun ethically dumping shark yeah, cards. Yeah, ethically, 100% in, ethically all the time. Yep. You know, we call them surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics, that's it. Yeah, that's yep. it. Uh, <laughs> that, was just, that was just a reference to the EA's um, 
uh, fronting of the to the UK Parliament about their loot boxes. Yes. Um, was, they compared loot boxes to Kinder Surprise. Yeah, I've seen that. When you buy a Kinder Surprise, yeah. you're not really buying the toy inside. You're really buying the chocolate egg. Yeah. And you know how much that chocolate egg is worth. And yeah. so there's a value for money transaction there. Yeah, that's it. it when you buy a loot box, you could get utter crap. That's it. it. And it, it, all you, you know. get is utter crap. Yeah. And you know what you're going to get. Like you're going to get like comparison. one of six things and there's an equal drop chance for everything yes. as well. Yeah, so yeah. You know, one is not better than the other. The other or anything like that. It's So some of them are like the LOL Surprise and the Hatchimals. Some of them are rarer and they're slightly better. And Yeah. But you don't fight the Hatchimals against each other. Yeah. And I've heard people like, this needs to be more of an American thing I've found. I've seen quite a lot of American podcasts. Yeah. Hearing them talk about this over the last year or so, they've made a few, a lot of them made a few comments that they don't really think it's gambling. Like they have this idea of what gambling is, and that's like money at, in Las Vegas. Yes. It's kind of gambling. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. that's not gambling. You win or you thing. lose. Yeah. I don't know if they have the same problems that we do with poker machines in Australia. Like, you know, we, I don't know. Well, I think we have a massive problem with poker machines in Australia. Like yeah, old people of- spend their pension money. They can't afford to eat food because they put it all in the poker machine. You know, that is a thing. problem. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. 100% agree. So I think maybe we have a different cultural background to what gambling is and yeah. what forms it can take and, and how yeah. dangerous it can See, be. See, we were happy with those uh, trading cards, the sports trading cards. Yeah, at the, least because you'd buy the pack for a dollar fifty or whatever it was. You have and a you, physical thing that's worth potentially worth more money in the future, or you know, yeah. this, but like a digital item has no value outside of that. As soon as the game count stops, it's gone. It's so Panzer General Online, for example. Oh yeah, it had rare cards and ultra rare cards yeah. in it, and you could pay money to buy booster packs to open the booster packs. Yeah, and try and get the cards. The game it's gone. The servers have been shut down. So so anybody who spent money on that. And got their ultra rare card. Yeah, okay, they may have won a couple of fights, yeah. but now their virtual currency, it's gone. Not even so valueless. It's actually negated. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, which reminds me more of actual gambling and casino where once that money is gone, that's it. You've, you've basically <laughs> yeah. paid for the experience of, of, of gambling. Of losing it. Yeah, you know, which is You've paid for the privilege of, of losing your money. <laughs> that's it. That's it, you know. At least at least for some of those, those casino games you have, there is a element of skill in it. With yes. loot boxes, is more like yes. a poker machine where yeah, you just no press the button and it comes through. Yeah. So anyway, that 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 court case was very interesting. It was typical lawyers being lawyers, being weasel lawyerly yeah. type things, and politicians up there who may want to do the right thing, but do have no idea what they're talking about. No, but probably never played a game with loot boxes in their lives. Yeah. Or a game in their lives to even yeah, understand yeah, it. So yeah. once again, we're at the mercy of Big corporations with high-paid lawyers and and politicians who don't know what they're talking about making tech policy, and that yeah. just has not panned out well. The only the only thing is different. I think maybe like I'm just comparing it to like Australia's encryption laws, which um, where they've like mandated they can put us back doors and stuff. That's going to really hurt our, our IT industry right. producing content yeah. in the future, particularly now that government got back in. And I think we'll start seeing stories soon about companies moving overseas and things because they can't sell their wares because they can't be trusted not to have backdoors in them. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's poor policy with long-term effects, um, you know, and they, and they can do that because they're getting behind the terrorism, you know, we've got to catch yeah. terrorists kind yeah. of thing. With the loot boxes, you're very much saying like, well, do you want children gambling <clears throat> yeah. kind of thing? It's very easy for politicians to line up inside and say, we don't want children gambling. That's yeah. a very easy yes. thing for them to pull That's out right. and get elected yeah. on that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I think once you label them gambling and age-restricted, 
it kind of kills the whole industry because what FIFA is going to release yeah. two different versions, one for kids and one mm, for, for adults, adults and. Yeah. You know, maybe in some edge cases you could keep it going, but I think overall it really puts a massive yeah. downer on the whole thing, which, fingers crossed, would be really good, I think. I don't think that loot boxes add anything to any games at all. Frustration. Well, yeah, 100% agree. Frustration. Yeah, nothing yeah. good. Nothing, nothing good. Yeah. Anyway, that was our little political And We, rant. we both hate loot boxes with uh, a passion. Yeah. Uh, just, well, I've... Anyway. Um, Unless they're free. Well, I've, um, I've got a few vouchers from going to patch and things like that. So, Ubisoft, uh, okay, Ubisoft did a collectible card battle yeah. battle game. Yeah, there was like um, Hearthstone and yep. Magic the Gathering, all those. And I got a code that gave me two hundred uh, loot boxes, effectively with their card packs. Yeah, yeah, and that it was free. I got two hundred free card packs, and opening them was actually really fun, but only because they were free. Yeah. But the problem and when is, I got you know seventy five yeah. of the same card, <laughs> so you got five cards in each pack, and then so I got like I don't know, it's five times two hundred. Every minute, I was a thousand yeah. cards, and oh, I got seventy five of exactly the same common card. Yeah, if I'd paid for that, that would have really pissed me off. Yeah, but because it was free, I got excited about the two ultra rare cards I got uh, and the six rare cards I got, yep. and the yeah. I mean, the thing about that, though, is like you only got the free loot boxes because loot boxes are already part of the game yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I, I'm thinking like oh, when you went to events, you might get a code to get a special skin because you went to that event yeah. kind of thing. Like you get celebration yeah. stuff because you were there. That's, you have a code to punch well. in kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but if you had um, to, if you're playing Fallout, yeah. If you had to buy loot boxes to get fusion course. Oh my god. And you had to buy an ammo loot box yeah. and there was a chance that in that ammo loot box there'd be a fusion core. Oh, that'd be the Here you have all the power armor you want, but you need fusion oh. cores to use it. Well, Here's our ammo loot box boxes. system. Yes. Yes. Like, thankfully no no loot boxes in Fallout. They got the cosmetic store. Yeah. Which and they I'm do fine with all of that stuff. Yeah, they do rotate the you things in and out it. and stuff, you know. Uh, I feel the Fallout I was okay with it at the start, and now I'm starting to feel a little bit pinchy about it because, like, part of that game is decorating your camp and it stuff. Is. Yeah, and there's they haven't added anything for free to the game. Yeah, yeah. Everything's in the cosmetic yeah. store, and I feel like you should still add things free to the stuff. base game. As so what well. you're saying is it's not so much gambling as extortion. Ah, uh, well, you know, <laughs> the gambling I have a problem with mostly because it they they do everything about it to trigger. Your, your response, um, your responses yeah. for that, and it's yeah. not even that it's because I mean I'll have it discussing with Yana because we're playing a game now that she's never really played before, like an open world game with you know enemies that drop loot and things like that. Yeah. You know, all that's RNG. It's nothing like My Little Pony. No, nothing at all. No, she's played. <laughs> she played with a WoW back in the day, okay. but I yeah. don't think yeah. she really kind of got it just okay. like running around and pressing the stab button was okay. her main favorite thing, yeah. kind of thing. But she's actually seems to be pretty more engaged in this. And yeah, like, you know, all of it's RNG, yes. but it's also the psychological, you know, press the button and watch it go, bling, 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 bling. you know, yeah. like that's all, bling, 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 bling. if you've ever like been in a poker machine place and that's watch what, what happens when that thing yeah, goes off and people get excited and, and you know, hey, I've got it, you know, yeah. like all of that is just a, a psychological manipulation. It's not yeah. even about offering a transaction anymore. You're like literally trying to manipulate me into spending more than yes. what I would yes. on your thing. Um, 
uh, you know, like casinos do the same thing. You know, they offer you free drinks yep. or they have the lights on really loud or there's uh, no lights windows. on really loud. You know, no lights. Yeah, all so that stuff. No yeah. clocks anywhere yeah, visible that you can see is. what time is. Yeah. You know, all that I just just dirty. Just dirty. It you is. Know, I, like I got some loot boxes in. Uh, I played um, uh, the Division 2 free, free weekend games. that yeah. they had on. And I got some loot boxes because I had Ubisoft credit. Ah. So when you play Ubisoft games yeah, like yeah. Rainbow Six Siege and yeah, you complete yeah. like weekly challenges, you get awarded Credits. coins yes. and then those coins you can actually redeem in other Ubisoft games that support yes. it kind of thing, which yes. is interesting. So they were free, so I didn't mind doing it. But man, that that, Ubo- that loot box opening thing yeah, and yeah, like yeah, how yeah. it tries to get you yeah, into doing into it is animal just- brain. Oh, man, it's evil. And then it's all the cosmetic stuff is all in the loot boxes, so I can't even buy what I want. I literally yeah. have to go through the loot boxes to maybe have a chance of getting, getting what you the want. thing that I want. Yeah. I, yeah, not, not a huge It's not a great addition to the gaming industry. It really isn't. I don't think it's helped this shareholder value. Yeah. And don't we love loot boxes like we love mobile gaming? I still don't understand why <laughs> why Bethesda would announce any mobile games at E3. It's right. just not yeah. the right crowd. I mean, we talked about it last week, um, but yeah, just still, um, I don't know if anyone else announced any more. I want to see a compilation of big companies yeah. announcing yeah. mobile games yeah. to gamer audiences yeah. that have just like the Crickets. silence yeah, the whole time. That would be a great <laughs> mashup would, video. Would yeah, they'd be like all excited, you know, yeah, you know. Uh, and you, you often no, never no. hear anything more about these mobile games. No, because they go and find their their twenty thousand people with their ten whales, and they make all the money in the world, yeah. and that's all you hear about and them because they're yeah. functionally worthless to the whole gaming sphere as a whole. I yes. think like they're not. What, what are they adding? Nothing. I don't know, really. Nothing. nothing. At least talking about Valkyrie Chronicles, it sounds like something they've sort of got something unique about it yes. different to yeah, other yeah. games you know i'm gonna yeah. play another card collecting game yeah oh wow yeah. that's so i'm gonna play another superhero game where the equipment is locked behind a rarity gate wall oh my god talk about like a small star wars is um has gone through an interesting little backwards and forwards kind of yeah. thing so you stopped playing like a year ago now i think it was uh, yeah um and so just after you left playing they actually got really free to play friendly there were lots of events on the the they slowed down the cadence of the new paid characters uh, like and that. things and it yeah. was in a really good place and then i don't know if it like around when anthem came out and that all went pear shaped don't know if that was anything to do with it at the same time, though, um, the the director Carrie put a message out like, "No, what happened? No, I think someone was like, so people noticed that there weren't as many events coming out anymore. That you know, like things, something had changed since yeah, December. Yeah, yeah. Something had changed in the game, and we weren't getting as much stuff anymore. And CG Carrie came out and said that, like, oh, we've kind of had it down from on high. That like, maybe we've been. This is reading between the lines. Too generous. Too generous. We need to like pull back it." Back on yeah, it a bit, yeah, yeah. and they've pulled back like real hard. <laughs> on this. They put the handbrake on. Yeah, <laughs> really, really, truly. Like, um, they 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 released uh, Darth Revan as a new character, yeah. and then they said, "Oh, we don't want people to have these uh these gear crunches where they can't get certain pieces of gear to finish their character." So we created new pieces of character of gear, uh, right? But they don't put those gear pieces in any of the stores. You can only uh, buy them through crystals, yeah. and the drop rate for them is like abysmal, lower than what. 
other pieces Point are of the same thing. No, it's not quite. It's not quite that bad. It probably tracks at about twenty percent, as opposed to like a thirty-three percent drop rate okay. that you expect, yeah. kind of thing, which is pretty rugged when it's like you know five attempts might get you one piece, and this Darth Revan at this needs one gear 20. level needs a hundred pieces. A hundred, and that's only at the oh, one gear level. Yeah. And then they've released Gear Thirteen now. Like they got yeah. these finisher pieces to finish yeah. off Gear Twelve, and they all need like a hundred of these pieces. And it's just like. They've just gone from like, yeah, kind of friendly to free to play characters yeah, to just like, just, nah. we really need to make some more money here, you yeah, know? Like, we, we didn't sell enough you. character packs or yeah. something like that, you know? And I saw yeah. how many new characters there are since I stopped playing as well. I'm going, that's insane. Oh, there's always been a, a new, yeah, you got to keep on 20 characters. Yeah. 20 new characters. That's crazy. But you got to gear them all up, you yeah. know? But like, just that, that sort of. Uh, I mean that that game is pay to win from the get so that's yes. just what it yeah, is yeah. kind of thing. Those games are all pay to win. Yeah, and so then I got the Grand Arena Championship thing where everyone fights against everyone else to find like, to find out who's the best in Star Wars. As if okay. you know being the best has much to do with your actual skill and, and not how big your wallet credit yeah. card is kind of thing. Yeah. So that's just going to encourage more spending. Yeah. Which which is good for them. That's well, yeah, you know that's what it does. Kind of people thing. are silly enough to do it. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well, that's it. Anyway, I was talking about Fallout. You were, and I derailed your- Yeah, no, the loot boxes, <laughs> man. They just, uh, well, they're worthy of, worthy of compensation because they are changing the industry. Like, like loot boxes, live service games. Yes. You know, yeah. they- um, uh, They haven't yeah. been major successes, I have to say. Live service games. And loot boxes. Both of them haven't been major successes. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Like, in terms of- like money-wise, I'm sure loot boxes are bringing in lots of money. Well, no, there's been loot box mechanics in games for a very long time, but they yeah. weren't so prevalent in so many games and so crucial to be, being able to progress in the game. Yeah, right. I and mean, the mobile and, industry is kind of like... Yeah, and live service games have existed for ages. World of yeah, Warcraft true. was a live service yeah. game. But there's a big difference between a live service game like Anthem hmm. and Destiny hmm. and a live service game like World of Warcraft. There is all Final Fantasy. All Final Fantasy. Man, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen. Um no, I was talking about because we're gonna start playing that again soon because there's a new patch out on the weekend with like two new classes, multiple new dungeons, new main story quest. It's just like the Lots amount of more new to do. So much content. They just I mean the fees are rather expensive. Like yeah. the monthly fees, not I think it's like forty dollars for 60 90 day time card oh okay kind yeah, of thing so pretty expensive on the yeah. upper end but do they just keep pumping out content on it and like regular too like none of yeah. this no excuses yeah they're just like boom 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 going. and apparently they got really good working conditions as well which is quite surprising yeah. and and particularly J- japan's not necessarily known for having great labor practices in the beginning <laughs> but these people like they get the time off that they need and whatnot because they've got like a schedule they got like these are the things things we yeah. need to do for the milestones. And they so just do keep this bang, for three bang. months and then you get a month break, you know, whatever you know, you know kind of thing. Months, so no crunch break. culture or anything yeah. like that. So they know really what good. Up against. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they've been around for ages, but the, these new crop, this this sem yeah. MMO kind yeah. of like trying to take because I think people who play World of Warcraft are not necessarily the same people who play a Destiny like no, game. No, definitely not the same. And crowd. so trying yeah. to take trying to convince people that should really be paying ten dollars a month to then pay with loot boxes and yeah, yeah. these other things, I don't know how successful no. when Destiny's going free to play at the end of yeah, the year, okay. which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work out because you still got to buy some expansions as far as I know, but at least you get the base game 
for, for free. free. Yeah. So maybe that helps bring the player base along with the expansions yeah. as well, kind of thing. It's a new a new model for it at least anyway. Yeah. Could do like a delayed a delayed release cycle, maybe. Maybe they might do. Like, you know, if you want to play it right now, you can go to buy it. But if you wait two years, you get that expansion yeah. for free because yeah. you know it's now older content kind of thing, but at least it keeps people gets people keeps uh, people playing the game. So there's yeah. people for the whales to beat. Yep. Yep, and if yeah. I got to come back to the game, I don't have to buy the base game plus three expansions yeah. just to get just, up to where the new stuff yeah. is. It's just like the new expansion yeah. kind of thing keeps funding that new development going forward. Whether that might be more successful, I'm not sure. Yeah. Don't know if Bethesda's making any money off Fallout 76. I would think so. Don't know. There's, there's it's only you and Yana playing it. That's anymore. it. There's only <laughs> definitely the two of us. There was a lot of people playing on the free weekend. That definitely oh, got oh, a lot okay. of people in there. Yep, yep. There were stacks of newbies. My my store sales tanked because okay. there was no one around to buy. Okay. Or, like the percentage of each server was made up of less people oh, than were. people. Yeah, so they had not the caps to they spend on my- to buy, yeah, exactly. to buy your legendary items. That you're yeah, selling. that's it. That's it on my serums and things. So um, that that was annoying. But it's still making back to making money again now. I bought a uh, a grognak, so they've all stopped playing. All those new people, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, well, I suppose you're always going to get a um a big influx of people who don't find it's for them. Well, or you, whatever, you get a hundred you know. people to play, and if one of them keeps playing, that's a win. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There's only a lot of posts on Reddit where people are like, "I got told this game was like terrible, and it's not. It's not. It's not perfect, but yeah, it's not like not this. Like." hole of hell and misery that I was sort of led to believe by watching yeah. just the reactions See, that's the difference between waiting for a game mm. to be released and paying 60 bucks for it and being super disappointed Yeah, as to hearing this game is a dumpster fire, Yeah, getting given access to it on a free weekend and thinking, no, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with parting my 30 bucks or, yeah. or whatever it is now. Yep. yep, That's a totally different experience. It is completely, yeah. completely. And uh, I think that gets lost. I think it made me... I am hearing a lot of YouTube reviewers are now going back and reviewing these games again later yeah. on, like not letting the the one impression from that launch be the only impression, the impression they have, have of it. the game because yeah. the game does change. Not saying that's right. I, I so I'm still mixed about like the line between having a player influenced game experience evolving over time. Yeah. Versus just releasing something that's not finished yet. There's yeah. there's, there's there's a big difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a big difference when it happens but the line of where it crosses from being this game's like 80% done we want your help to finish 20% of it in a way that makes sense for the way you want to play the game people yeah. who are playing our game kind of thing yeah. versus anthems will release 20% of the game and then I don't know not do anything else with it yeah. <laughs> ever since you know like I think they're sort of we'll develop 80% of 20% of the content <laughs> And then eighty percent. We'll charge 20%. you a hundred percent. Yeah, that sounds about right. That yeah. sounds about right. Uh, yeah, because I feel like there's been a lot of good feedback to the Fallout team, and they've taken those suggestions on board and made changes and made the to game the better. way. You know, made yeah. the game better. Yeah. yeah, I'm still what I want from Fallout now. I've decided I want a super hardcore PVE only version of the game. I want like a basically a private server version. Yeah, so I can invite my people on who want to play with me, like super hard enemies. Uh, more rigorous food and water intake problems, more yeah. rad problems, um, and then have like permanent change on the map. So I can build my camps and build bases oh, how nice all over be? the map yeah. kind of thing and like good. conquer the wasteland yeah. kind of thing. One settlement building at a time. That's definitely the one I want. Now that I've played- You're not getting it. Well, not yet, at least anyway. <laughs> they said they're going to do private servers. Oh, so they did? They did that oh, from the very, okay. very beginning. 
okay, some so form maybe, of private server kind maybe of thing. Maybe you might get it. And they've got these different mode slots coming along, right? So once they get, you know, the survival didn't get any changes this month. Like they think they're pretty happy with the way survival mode yeah. works. Uh, so once they get Battle Royale, yeah. they will probably start on a new mode for the game. And I'm hoping something lands more in that direction kind of thing. Because like when I play Fallout 4, I said to you, like, I want to play this like coding yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. and adventure mode is close to that but it's a little bit too easy yeah you know like it's which is fine it's like having a power fantasy type thing you know getting a I got an amazing grognack axe for uh, taking out robots that's <laughs> uh, so good I'm so happy with it it's a very satisfying weapon to use as well like you're just holding the axe like this barbarian it's a barbarian yeah, axe with like yeah. a double headed axe kind of thing yeah. and you just you've got a great grip like a two handed wide grip when you hold it and you gotta swing your arm just goes back and just lay into a <laughs> robot and it just goes down it's just sparks oh, go everywhere it's great it's great fun <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i want to play like a super hardcore version of it that'd be great something where i can set my own rules around it and i'd be very interested in that with like a living like a literally a living world and so mm. There's a whole bunch of robots in a building. So that's all there is. There's a whole bunch of robots in the building. You kill all the robots in the building and then slowly it starts populating with other things as they discover that the robots are all dead. Oh. And so you can go back to the building later and, oh, now there's all these mole rats well, in here. Or- see, the game kind of does that. Like some some locations are definitely super mutants or yeah. robots or whatever, but some of them do have like random creatures that can show up in them. Whether I could do, I could do more of that though, definitely. Yeah, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. Definitely. That would be a very interesting way of doing it. I, yeah, I don't like respawning enemies. Yeah. I understand why those games have them, but if I've cleared an area out, either yeah. have new things come in yep. that make sense, yep. or don't just have the <laughs> same old enemies, including the named ones, respawn and walking around again saying the same old cheesy dog. Oh, I, like, I mean, if they do like a hardcore mode where like basically permanent death, you die, your stuff yeah, goes yeah. on the ground, you go back to the vault and come out as a new character again. You yeah. got to go back to find your stuff again yeah. and the, your stuff just stays there yeah. forever because like no one else is around to do it. Oh, unless you know, something comes past and oh, yeah, maybe, you know, rifles through it. Or, oh, that could yeah. be interesting as well. And then like as you take over areas, you know, you can actually like lock yeah, them down and put turrets and stuff and protect it yeah. and stuff. And yeah, that would that be great. Be I'd be interested so much in fun. That. Yeah. So I maybe you might see something like that. I, think, I like the way they're doing these modes. I think it's really smart because they've got the core engine yeah. kind of thing. And then you could just say, well, this one's this and this one's this. Yeah, and then just slice the game up. versions. And, yeah. On the same engine. Yeah, yeah definitely. So uh, I'm excited to see where they where go it with goes. it, you know, kind yeah. of thing. It sounds like they're not going to give up on it at least. They're going to keep making it. It's been popular enough for them to keep pushing out content for it. So. Uh, that's good. But yeah, I think I'll definitely just stick with playing with Yano like until this Vault Raid comes out maybe then I might check it out again. Yep. Got other things to play, Tony. I've got, got GTA Five. We've yep. got it like, because my, my friends got banned from that, um, yep. which the hacking in GTA Five is just getting worse. Yeah. You know, there's, there's this cynical guy, right? He gets on, I think I've mentioned him before. He's so well known now. You should mention cynical, you know, people go, oh God, that guy's the worst. So yep. he gets on, says a bunch of hateful things yep. about people's, and then starts exploding everyone on the server. I think this is the greatest time. He has his his name's like Cynical89394 because apparently he gets banned all the time. He goes and buy, buys a new copy of GTA 5, creates a new character and just starts the whole thing all over again. Oh, my God. So you, they can't ban him because they do and he just, and buys, he just another buys another copy of the game. He's another person as far as the game's concerned. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... <laughs> That's really funny. Actually. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot more... Um, well, it's, yeah, it's hilarious from the outside until like you're trying to do something and, and then it's exploding. You and you're up. like, yeah. oh, okay, let's quit and go to a new session and start this whole... And you're yeah. GTA loading screens again. Yeah. And, and just like cash drops as well, like heaps more 
um, people just doing cash drops where oh, they just wow. yeah. yeah. So they're banning you, but they're not actually making any effort to make it harder to hack. Doesn't seem that way. You like they got a billion dollars or however much they've got. Yeah, I hope whatever the GFT six they fix, fix that. It. Uh, they need. A problem, problem I have with GTA Five is that like, there's lots of great mods you can do. That that toolkit that they've got of like the whole yeah. world and stuff is great, and they should let people mod it, right? But like, on like not, but keep the online separate and yeah. protected and, and firewalled somehow. And yeah, no idea how hard that is to do or anything like that. Yeah. But I would like to see both of those things <laughs> exist because you can't. There's not a great modding scene for GTA Five because it's so kind of on the edge of being. Illegal and being yeah, get yourself okay. banned, not illegal, yeah. but you know, against the terms of service or whatever. Yeah. That it kind of like really puts a kibosh on it. Oh, yeah. So the things you don't see all the like the Iron Man stuff that you saw for uh, GTA Four and whatnot. It's a much smaller scene because of that. Yeah. And online is still garbage. So yeah. I lost that yeah. on both now. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no benefit. No to benefit. Either. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. So we've got to do. Um, Oh, yeah. So, because of that, we've got to redo all the heists again because you get a $2 million bonus the first time you do all the oh, heists right. with the same crew yeah, yeah. right the way through. So, because they got the new accounts effectively, they can yeah. now re-get that bonus again. So, yeah. got to go and do all those. And then we're going to go play some uh, Final Fantasy fourteen because the new patch comes yeah. out with all the new content and job classes and all of that jazz. Hopefully, the new job classes start at like level 60 yeah. and not back from zero. Like They follow the same trend as last time. The new That's ones unlock do. closer to the level... That you'd be out when they are. were released. Yeah. Some of them start at forty, with because they kind of come out of that, about that sort of stage. So that's not too bad. Um, but I want to try them out and see some new stuff from that. Kill some massive. Get the best boss fights in that game. Just yeah, that's what boss fights I watched at PAX were insane. They are absolutely insane. They are the most intense. Intense from like you got to be fast and on the ball to to like you know uh, do all the mechanics that are required from yeah. it. The sound is intense. The yeah. light show is intense. Yes. Just the whole thing is just like, by the time you finish, you're like, whoa, that was um, that yeah. was 15 minutes of very serious- We just beat a planet. Oh, yeah, I think you might. <laughs> you definitely beat a few gods and a few demons yeah. and, and a whole bunch. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's full super on. satisfying. Yeah. Like, not, and I like the way you just, uh, they've got these, um, depending on which boss you're doing and which thing, but they've got these trials, which are just a boss fight. That's it. You go in you and you're at the boss and you just yeah, he fight kills it. you or That's you it. kill him. That's it. There's only one yeah. can leave kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and then they've got nice mechanics too. If you die a few times, um, it makes the boss a bit easier uh, okay. kind of thing so that you can still get through it and yeah. learn the mechanics. Because half the problem is that you you beat the first phase and now you've got to learn phase two. Yeah. And then you die on phase two. So you need to yeah. phase one again. And then, you know, kind of, but you need to be able to do the whole thing, at least see it once before you can actually yeah. make it through Get kind through. of thing without dying. Yeah. Uh, so that's really nice. They, they have that kind of little catch up, not only a catch up mechanic, like a training mechanic. Training or like, mechanic. you know, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If people don't start leaving because you failed it the first couple of times, they're yeah. like, ah, peace out. You guys are nubs. You know, <laughs> leave you guys here. Uh, uh, hmm. Yep. Final Fantasy. Fallout and GTA 5, and that's like most of my time is gone. Yeah. And I'm turning Fallout time is is quality girlfriend wife yeah, time yeah, that, as well. Even like, gaming time. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, like you know, <laughs> carving yeah. that out. Yeah. So uh, there's a bit on the on the plate. But Tony, what would you like to do for the podcast game? Because I'm sure in there somewhere, 
I can carve three minutes fifty out to uh, do a podcast game. As I want to. Well. I want to do the Steam Library grab bag. Steam Library grab bag. Tell me more. So we we both got stacks of games in our Steam Library we haven't played. Just a couple, and a lot of them we've both got. Yes. So we should look at what we've got and same the same in our Steam Libraries that have zero hours playtime. Yeah. Zero point zero hours playtime. Not even and launched once. Not fresh. Even, yeah, and go through <laughs> some of them. Sounds good. I, just I, give our impressions. So not necessarily finish them. Yep. Just play them. Say what we played. Give our impressions. I'm sure there must be a few interesting gems because that um like like Technomancy that you played, it wasn't the greatest example of a game. But it had some really interesting things in it, it anyway that were yeah, worthwhile yeah. looking yeah, at yeah. and playing and talking yeah. about. I think so. Uh, so next week will be something new. Something new. Um, Probably something old. Probably because new uh, to us, but old to the market. Probably, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, gaming is in, in a place now where, like, comparing it to movies, right? There are probably more movies made than games, or would games be outstripping movies these days? I don't know. If you count indie games, there's a lot of indie movies as well. So if you count indie yeah. games, you count indie movies, movies as well, there'd easily be more movies than games. But movies don't take you along to. To consume either. Yeah, movie. You go to a blockbuster movie, you're done in you know three hours at the most. Yeah. You get a AAA game, it could, well, my example is yeah. 100 hours of gameplay. I mean, even as yeah. indie games could be yeah. quite long as well, sort of yeah. thing. I'm just, I'm just thinking like you kind of can't play everything, not no. even the big ticket no. things yeah. at all. No, there's stuff that I want that I wanted to play yeah. that's now five or six years old that I'm just going, well, I'm never going to play that. Yeah. I'm not going to buy a five or six-year-old game when I've still got all these games in my library that I haven't played. Yeah. So let's uh, remedy that. Let's knock out a few of these until the next big, big ticket. Thing. Um, the Outer Rim or whatever it's called. Outer Rim, uh, Borderlands 3 is on my radar. 3, yeah. Man, that Andy Pritchford, he's a bit of a weirdo guy, the Gearbox CEO. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I didn't see any of the. He's... Not a great person, I don't think. Okay. From what I've been reading, sort of okay. thing. I'm not surprised that he sort of went for an Epic Store exclusive sort of thing. He has more yeah, about okay. the money that he does, maybe about the games game. that he's. And then someone pointed out in the comment, like how trash Gearbox are with most of their games. Like I have a very fond, I have a very fond feeling about them because I really liked Blue Shift and Opposing Forces from Half Life Two back in yeah. the day. I love the Borderlands series. But they've got quite a few other franchises. They just run into the ground. <laughs> you know, Battleborn was not great. No. Uh, the, I think it's Company of Heroes, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Company apparently of that, I never played that one. franchise, but apparently that got driven into the ground okay. as well kind of yeah. thing. Like, they're very lucky that Borderlands has been so well received. And they, apparently, I haven't looked into this. I should have really looked into it before I spread more unfounded rumors. But <laughs> they stole a lot of the look and feel of Borderlands 1 from another game. That they were going oh, to buy, really? and then they didn't, and then they oh. like all they all they spoke to someone who had this stuff that they were working on. They saw it, yeah. and then they didn't work out a deal, and then went up using it all anyway, kind of thing. But I don't know, maybe that's perfectly fine, like in terms of like whatever. But it just kind of adds to that whole thing of like maybe Gearbox is such a great company oh, yeah. anyway. Like Bioware went from like a very good company to like a, a company that I really very average company. I'm going to go extremely average. Yeah. That's the way they treat their people as yes. well. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, just not something that you really feel good about supporting. No. I want to like, you know. Yeah. Like you guys. Oh, can I say a quick one thing about Division 2 before we go? Yes. Uh, I played the um, um, weekend. Yes. It is definitely better than Division 1. Okay. Uh, like in, like everything that they've done in it feels like they've, they've just tweaked and refined and polished out and, and it, it is nicer. But there was four of us that played it. 
And all four of us went, when I asked the question, like, are we going to go and buy it? All four of us went, no. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It doesn't bring anything new to the table. No, it's still the fundamentally the same combat as Division 1. Yeah. Even if it is more refined, you've got more gadgets and stuff like that. One of, the, one of our friends did say that, like, right at the end of the game game, they've added a whole bunch of new abilities which really do open up the combat and stuff oh, like that. Okay. But then I think everyone sort of then went, oh, so I've got to grind, like, out all this time yeah, yeah. in it to get... To, to the point to the where it where gets it fun, fun, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but they've definitely, like, it is by far and away a more enjoyable game to play. Even, like, just the crafting was useful. I actually crafted s- several very useful pieces of, oh. of, of weaponry for myself Okay, in the short time that I played yeah. kind of thing. And you could see, like, just because they just basically de- decoupled recipes from levels. Yeah. So I got a blue M4 police rifle. Yeah. I can now build that any level throughout yeah, the game and, and that be was useful. Such a stupid idea. Yeah, no, like that was just a, what was like, a retarded oh, decision. <laughs> yeah, so silly. And just the way the perk system works, and you get pick your passives, and just really well it, done. It's better, I, but doesn't really bring anything new to it's the table. Just not the combat's just not uh, engaging enough for me, or something. Maybe yeah. maybe because I'm a low level and it's not. Yeah, but I don't feel it's going to get any different anytime yeah. soon, and I. And as much as I we deride Anthem for not being great, the combat in that was so much more engaging fun. and fun. Yeah, it was fun. And so I feel a little bit broken still about shooters maybe like it's yeah, kind it's of gotta be fun. Yeah. And like fun. running around still boring. Yeah. Like you're trudging and like looting endless boxes and yeah. stuff is like, ah, uh, this yeah. is uh, yeah. We all went, Oh, it's, it's good, it's good. Are you gonna play it? No, no, no. no. Maybe when it gets cheaper. Um, because I think they've also got like the year one content coming out soon. Yeah. So everyone was like, I gotta buy it and then buy the year one content almost yeah. straight away as well. It doesn't make any sense. No. Maybe when they got like one bundle together, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Division we might, two gold version. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing. Maybe check it out. And that's why I was sort of making the comment about Destiny earlier about it going free to play for the first yeah. content kind of thing. That might get us in the door if it yeah. was free yeah. to get in because you have to buy the latest content. At least it might get us in and get us committed to doing a character it. kind of yeah. thing oh, we'll see how that goes anyway thanks a lot thank you Tony thank you Luke I'm Commander Shepard and this is my favourite podcast on the internet alright set up to record we're going to do that again the one yeah god welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke I'm Luke. And I'm Donny. And join us as I forget everything that I'm going to say and I start again because I just completely <laughs> forgot. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, my God. Too many late nights. All right. Yeah.